Amen. All right, you may be seated. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing um, how we can, can kind of get locked into just, you know, we're just products, so much of products of our environment and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, we, and, and it's true in every aspect of life, you know, our lifestyles, our belief systems and all that kind of stuff. And, 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 you know, we grapple a little bit and we kind of get comfortable um, with, with stuff. And then um, God uses <laughs> uh, reality and, and, and stuff to get our attention. And, and he has. And, and it's through all this going on uh, in, in the world, all this going on in our country, and all that we've experienced personally, even as we've tried to to, to do life, you know, as, as followers of Jesus Christ. But uh, it, this, whole, this whole experience has been that, you know, what we've said, you know, exposed. You know, God exposed what it is that you want to expose uh, so that we can clearly see you. And one of the things that through um, our time together that, you know, just God just made it just really clear. If he's not, you know, if he, through his wonder-working uh, uh, blood and, 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 and his living word and, and through the presence of his Holy Spirit that's within us. And if he doesn't show up, not much is going to change. We're just going, you know, we're going to go on and do stuff. Um, but it's, through, it's been through this process that I think God has opened up a lot of our eyes to seeing a need and, and, and being open to him and what it is that he's wanting to do. And uh, also, even a freedom to explore, explore and, and be willing to be, say, well, I, I believe this, but that was just stupid and wrong. And I don't need to believe that no more, you know, because Jesus, you know, or wh whatever it is, just to be open. And, and, and today, as we come uh, to this, to this, closure of this section of the journey that God has had us on. Um, we had planned that we would have the Lord's Supper, and I didn't really understood the significance of it. I mean, we, it was a good thing to do. And a lot of what I'm going to share with you today is really a bit of confession. Um, it's like, why didn't I know this for? For the first 1,500 years of Christendom, this was center. For the first 1,500 years, this was center. It was Christ, the recognition of, of the body and the blood of Jesus Christ that united us, and that was central. But it was, it was sometime in 1500 that this cat named Oric Zwingli, he, he took the, this right here and, and he put the Lord's table off to the side and he put his wooden pulpit in the center. And I'm not saying, you know, that's just, oh, we don't like Zwingli. I'm not saying that, but he put his pulpit in the center. And, he, and is the word central? Absolutely. But all of a sudden, so many people started saying, well, that's cool. I like that. Look at that. That's kind of, that's a nice little, got a little, you know, look to it. Well, I don't know. But all of a sudden, you have pulpit after pulpit after pulpit in the center. And, I, and, 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 and then all of a sudden, it's like, well, 
my, my pastor, my pastor, and this is my, and his, this is what I believe. This is for the first thousand years of Christianity, there was one church. One church. Do you know how many denominations we have right now in, 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 in Christianity? Over 40,000. Wow. And there's different little you know, aspects, but, but you have an outside world sometimes looking in and going, how can Jesus be the way, the one way? If y'all can't agree on stuff. And it brings us back, it brings us back to, to, it's just, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's so easy, it's so easy for me to, to, to say, well, this is what I believe, and then you, this is what I believe, and you, but, but. If we're not humbling ourselves and, and, and coming and surrendering ourselves to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, we're going to get off on this path that, that Doug was talking about and that we've been talking about where there's so much division and disunity and there's so much self-love uh, and, 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 and self-performance and, and, and it's all about me and, instead of it's all about him. As a Christians gathered for all those, all those fifteen hundred years, you know there was just there was a belief. You know now there's all the different kind of beliefs. You have the different beliefs about what's up here, but the, the bottom line, it was mis. There was a mystery. You know, go well. This is something. You know, something. The the literal body and blood of Jesus. No, no, it's kind of around it. You know, it's all kind of different theological deals. But regardless of whatever that is, it was this mystery of the gospel that was really supposed to point us to a greater mystery. And the greater mystery is this God. That throughout the Old Testament, the only thing they'd never seen him, you know, but, you know, it was uh, just the, 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 the holiness of God and, and, and the awareness that there was this God that through the spoken word said land and there was land. Brought everything into existence, you know, God just saying, boom, and there it is. And, and, and this God that... You know, in the holy of holies in the ark, and, and they, they would see Moses, you know, go up there and fire in the tablets, and he'd come back radiating, and it's just like, whoa, there's something about God. And then, you know, and then the ark was so holy, you couldn't even touch it. You know, one time a year, this guy could, you know, kind of could slip in there in a special kind of way, but there's just this God, this amazing God. And then to point to this mystery that this God of all-knowing, all-power, that created all, that created me and you, came down and was inside this Virgin Mary. You know, it's like, how, how could holy God be here? And inside this 
virgin. All that God is is, is right there. I heard a good example. Um, Barb, let's just say, for instance, uh, you're not Barbara right now. You're, you're Virgin Mary. <laughs> it's a stretch. I understand. But, okay, let's just say, let's just say you, you know, okay, you're aware that this is the, the mother of Jesus and that God is inside God of the universe is inside. How, how are you going to treat her? I think that even if she's a little bit ugly to you, and she's good at that, but uh, if she's a little bit ugly, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I mean, you're just going to go, whoa. I'm, I'm, God's in you. But here's a big question. Do you believe that God is in me. Do you believe that? Mike, do you believe God's in me? Do I believe that God is in you? Do I, do, I, do I really, really believe that God is in you? See, I think that sometimes, see, this is, this is where the problem comes, is that all of a sudden... We are viewing people. Paul said, I'm not going to regard anybody anymore from a fleshly, worldly point of view. And, and so when we don't have that reverence and that respect for one another, no wonder there's so much division. No wonder. And that's what this was pointing to. This is pointing to, it's like, I don't know, but there, there's something in, in, in this time right here that it's just easy for us to just say, I feel comfortable with my tradition, rather than understanding what it is that God has to say. I, I, you know, and I, I will tell you this, as I've been processing through this, it just kind of hit me, it's like, whoa. You know, I grew up Baptist, little country, you know, I mean, little, you know, country church, and, and, and we had the little small things there that I, I liked those because I'd stick my tongue in a communion cup, you know, and get all of it out, you know, and get the little wafers in it. But, you know, I grew up, this is, a, you know, as a symbol, and I don't know, I, I'm just like, I, I'm not so 100% sure. <laughs> I, I don't know, but all I know is just that Paul over here in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, he's talking to him. And in chapter 10 and chapter 11, he's talking about the body, the body, the body, the, the body of Christ. And in, in chapter 10, verse 16, he says, listen, if, he said, is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks a participation in the blood of Christ? And is not the bread that we break a participation in the body of Christ? Because there's one loaf, we who are many are one body. We're one body. This word is saying right there that we're participating. That's that word called koinonia. Where somehow, somehow, when we come to this table, it's saying there's this intimate fellowship with Jesus. But you can't do that 
if we're not in intimate fellowship with one another. Our passage that I want us to look at is it comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and where for Paul is given instructions. And, and, and I think that sometimes it's, it's you know, it's just, e- again, it's just easy for us to go through the motions. But, but what God is saying is that what's at stake, what's at stake is the souls of people all over the world. Where he says, by this, by this, they will know that you're mine. This love for one another. And so he's talking to the, to the church in Corinth here. And he says, in chapter uh, 11, verse 17, he says, In the following directives, the directives, I have no praise for you. For your meetings do more harm than good. See, that's a little bit of what we've been talking about, that some of our meetings as churches, I mean, it's, we smile and we do that, but he's saying some of this behavior, some of these attitudes, some of these thought processes, they're doing more harm than good. In the first place, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you. And to some extent, I believe it. No doubt there have to be differences among you to show which one of you have God's approval. So he's saying, you know, if you don't really have God in you, uh, then it's going to become apparent by your attitudes and your behaviors and your actions that, that we see here. When you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat for As you eat, each of you goes ahead without waiting for anybody else. One remains hungry and another gets drunk. Don't you have homes to eat in? Or or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you for this? Certainly not. What's he saying? He's saying, you know, they were were coming and it was all about them. You know, it's like... uh, it's, it, this is what I can get out of this. It's, you know, not what, what God has called us to back, you know, in that, in that passage in Ephesians where he says, hey, hey, listen, listen. Be completely humble. Gentle. Be patient. Bearing with one another in love. Make every effort, make every effort to keep the unity. To keep the unity. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying we don't get in here and grapple with the word and all this kind of stuff. But we're talking about the Savior of the world. And the power that he has available for us. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. This it's like Jesus. I need you. More of you and less of me. And Paul goes on here and he goes, so in verse 23, for what I received from the Lord, what I also passed on to you, the Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body for which uh 
This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, therefore, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body, I mean, the, the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have died. But if we judged ourselves, we would not come under judgment. When we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be condemned with the world. The word here, God's word says that when we come to this time, it is such a sacred time because it is the Lord Jesus himself. King of kings and Lord of lords, Savior of the world. And, and, and I, don't, I don't remember any other time in the Bible where it says, well, you better, you better examine yourself before you do this, because if you don't, it could kill you. And in, in, in that situation, it's in the, you know, there's a lot of sickness. There's a relational sickness, physical sickness, uh, spiritual sickness, all this kind of stuff that's going on. He said, you, you, because you're, you're, not, you're not properly coming before Jesus in the right way and, and, and worshiping him, he said, it is causing all kind of destruction. And we've experienced that. We, 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 we've seen that. And, and, and again, I'm not being a Debbie Downer, but I mean, we, that has been, that's what man does. The world has seen enough of what man can do for God. The world's desperate to see what God can do in us and through us. I shared with you last week that that I've been encouraged as, I, as, I, as, as I'm listening and, and reading from other, um, I think, cultural theologians and, you know, people that love God. They're, they're seeing a great movement in America. They're, they're, they said, God is doing something. And, he, and he's doing something. And, and I, I, you know, he's like the, the passage in Ezekiel that we read, you know, he's resurrecting some dry bones and he's, he's breathing the breath of life into some of his old dry bones. But he's also raising up a generation, a younger generation, that is, is, is done with all the labels and stuff. They just, want, they just want Jesus. Jesus. And, it, and, and it's not about, you know, just like, well, I believe this. I mean, there's so much we can learn from one another. Get back to, to the heart of the matter, to, to, 
to what Jesus called us to, and that is to himself. Not religion, not um, just churchanity. Not, it is a relationship with Jesus. And, 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 and as I was preparing, I was just thinking, Lord, you know, it's kind of been, it's, I mean, it's like, I've just kind of pushed this off to the side because I've kind of gone with a tradition that's, you know, you know, let's get up here and, have, you know, I mean, if you were like, if, if you knew Jesus was right over there, you know, out there by where the biscuits are. And he said, man, I want to just give you a big hug. How many of you would still stay here and listen to the rest of my message? Say, nope, see ya. But it's like, we, 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 you know, just, the word is so important. No, yes, yes, yes. But there's something about coming and he's saying, you, unity, unity, unity. Let's unite. And the way that we do that is by being real and being honest and embracing the grace of God. It's not about your performance and my performance. We embrace that and then we let Jesus live out and, and think of others and see others and revere others as he does. But it comes at a cost. You've talked about it. We've been talking about it. You've been processing through it uh, of these past four weeks, now week five, and we've been looking at some ugly flesh stuff that he's saying, turn from that. And now we come back to Jesus here, and he says, I want, I want you to know that I've, I am the way, I'm the truth, I'm life for you. And he, he says he took the bread and, and, he, and, he, and he broke it. He said, this is my body that was given for you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Likewise, he took the cup. He's, this is the new covenant of my blood. This is where it all is. This, the wonder-working power of the blood. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood applied. And we're going to have an opportunity to come. One body. One cup. One Lord. one father but before we do that we need to examine we need to just take God at his word and just and spend some moments examining ourselves am, am I am, am, am I just going through the motions here or am, am I going to just really come before the Lord and say Holy Spirit show me anything that is offensive to you Show me anything that is robbing you of your glory. Show me anything that's keeping us from being koinonia with you and with one another.
because this is this is how this is how the world will know whenever we get to that place to we die to self and just say yes 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 Jesus so we're, we're going to have we're going to have a moment to to reflect it's called the communion song I want you to take some time during this to do this right here and just to examine just to say Lord search me know my heart see if there's any offensive way in me if, you, if he shows you there's an attitude towards someone, go to him. Because what, what we're asking him is, Lord, we don't want no more sick and dying relationships. We, we want to be one for your glory and for our good. And then as that's over, then you'll have an opportunity to come and receive. We're, and, and this morning, we're going to just have it, keep it right here central. We're going to have one one bread, one, one plate, and one cup. And, and, and you can take part of the bread and you can dip it in the cup. Um, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Um, if you're uncomfortable that with any kind of sickness, there is, the, um, you, can, you can do, you, you, there's uh, the cup and the, and, and the cracker there that, that you can utilize. But... Um, I want you to pray that God would do something special in this time. I've been praying that he'd do something special to help us to see Jesus front and center who's saying, come to my table. But, but if you're coming to my table, I need, you, I need you to not do it cares, carelessly. Don't just slip up here, just kind of make a sure. No, 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 because this is, a very, this is a very sacred thing for the Lord and for his church. So, Father God, we just ask your blessings on the cup. Uh, we ask your blessings on the, on the bread. Uh, Lord, we don't know. All we know is it points to the mystery. You're here. And, Lord, we just ask that you would move in our hearts and our lives as we examine ourselves and as we uh, call out to you, as we respond in obedience to what it is that you're leading us to do today. And we make it our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. All right.